0: All right, so the official Jets podcast back better than ever. We have a video this time. 2019 is upon us. Jets bills is this Sunday, and we kick things off this week with Valentine Holmes, who's really the 11th practice squad player for the Jets. He's exempt because he's part of the International Pathway Program, which is why there are 11 practice squad
1: players and not 10. This guy's a fascinating character. (laughs) He's done a lot of things early in his life. And he was a star yeah. in the rugby league. Yeah, I don't think
0: people understand that.
1: Well, Ty Montgomery understands it because <laughs> yeah, he, he said does. that, listen, this I looked this guy up after the Jets signed him, and he's like Michael Jordan.
0: Okay, so throughout the season, we're kicking things off with Val Holmes, but throughout the season, we're going to be taking fan questions. Once we know who's going to be on the pod, we'll tweet it out. If you have questions, tweet at one of us, we'll ask the guest on the podcast, and Where can you find the podcast? You didn't ask that, but I'm going to answer it for you. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, really wherever you can find podcasts. Make sure to leave a review. And is there anything else you want to add in here? No, let's bring in Val. All right. All right, so we're kicking off the official Jets podcast. Back officially in the 2019 season. Val Holmes, thanks for joining us. You're batting leadoff for us, so that means you're up first. A lot of pressure. There's there's no pressure. (laughs) A lot of pressure, no pressure. Thanks Uh, Val. yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Uh, I think fans have a thousand questions for you because your story is just so interesting. So I, I just kind of want to start things off by what gave you the itch to want to come overseas and pursue an NFL career?
2: Yeah, it's um, it probably started back in 20, at the end of 2016. Um, Myself and another player from Rugby League uh, got the opportunity to train in LA in front of a few teams. They put us through a pretty much like a a combine type um training drills and stuff like that, and our managers had organized all that stuff, so I don't know how they um you know got in touch with those guys and then um we that we put us through all that we've never done anything like that before, and they were quite happy and pleased with how we you know took everything in and, and did the drills and executed and didn't make really any mistakes mm-hmm. um and then obviously it's quite big in australia you know a lot of us boys watch it you know everyone plays the the fantasies and and stuff like that so it's uh it's um quite big not just you know nfl you got you know the nba so people watch hockey mm-hmm. baseball um you know, american sports uh, did they select you to
0: do that combine type training or did you and your um, body say we want to try to do this well i had no idea he was doing it
2: my manager came to me and asked me if it was some. You know, it was all paid for, it was all, the mm. trip was everything uh, paid for, and I thought it might as well as the end of our, um, the year for us, so we were on holidays, and um, was, it was always something I would have been interested in doing, and, um, you know, for that opportunity to come up, it was good, and, you know, I got to kind of experience, just at a little high school in LA, um, you know, I got to meet some of the scouts there, there was quite a few, I think there was over about 15 mm-hmm. different clubs there, so it was, um it's probably the most nervous I've ever been for something, and I've played in Grand Finals. I've played over 100 games back home, and this is that was probably the most nervous I've been um, trying to perform in front of so people with clipboards and someone I didn't know.
1: So growing up in Australia, who were the guys that you looked up to <coughs> in the sports world? And you said, hey, I watch a little bit of American football. Were there guys that you said, I, I really look up to that, Yeah dude?
2: Obviously, when I was a kid, I'd, uh, my idols were in rugby league, um, you know, I got to play alongside some guys that I never thought I would would have, or and also play against. But as I got older, and, and it was just more so in the last few years, um, I've been watching, you know, NFL and, and basketball as any American sport closely, more so NFL. Uh, and I love like all the obviously the receivers and running backs. You know, their their swagger and how they kind of play and um, you know treat every game. It's it's awesome to see they all got a very talented and you know very special in their own kind of way. But my favorite player, I used to, you know, kind of watch his highlights before my games. A few years ago, it was Odell Beckham, you know, when he first yep. came on, I'm sure. A lot of people would have done that, but um, he was probably my favorite player, and he kind of motivated me to try and make the move to um, come over and pursue something like this. But Have you had a chance to talk to him at all? Nah, nah not at all. It's... Um and I've obviously seen – I've been watching them very closely. Um,
1: you going to tell them anything pregame, we too? <laughs> no, nah, probably not. Oh, listen, uh, greens, I think this is a fascinating deal because mixed reaction from uh, folks in Australia w- w- when you decided to make this attempt, you're going over to play with the New York Jets through the International Pathway Program right. because a lot of people are like, we want you back, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it was obviously uh, mixed emotions. There was a lot of people that were – Obviously excited and and wanted to follow how I went because I was a fellow um, rugby league guy named Jared Hayne that kind of right. did the same thing. He uh, he, he was back. the Forty ers yeah. running back, right? Yeah, and obviously he did quite well. So um, you know, there was a lot of people that supported him and and really you know wanted him to go well. And they probably had the same you know people wanted him to stay because he was really mm-hmm. good in um in our sport. So you're obviously going to get guys that are disappointed in, in in you leaving and um you know wanting you to stay for the for that team. I was with the Cronulla Sharks and there was a lot of fans that were. You know, not happy that I had left, but I'm sure over these past few weeks they've been pretty excited. How difficult?
0: Uh, how difficult was it for you to make that decision? Because I, I don't know if fans know this, but and I don't mean to make you feel uncomfortable, but you're pretty big deal back home. So I, I don't know what the comparison would be for the opposite. Like if an if an NFL player decided to go play in rugby league, but for you personally, how? difficult was it for you to say you know what I want to put away what I'm doing here right now even though I'm good at it and I want to try something that's different
2: yeah it was very difficult um obviously I was I had felt like I had a pretty good come off a pretty good year and I was um coming off contract as well which you know obviously played a part in a little bit of it um but I had a you know the the team I was with with Sharks they had offered me a pretty good deal to stay and but it was just something I've you know I kind of live with is to not have any regrets and i've really felt like i strongly would have regretted not you know giving this a crack or especially with the opportunity that came up with that pathway mm-hmm. the international pathway was you know i felt like it was just a calling for me and um ever since i kind of did it um you know i've been excited since being here and um, i'm pretty happy i made that decision coming over
1: we'll jump back to football in a minute but uh what's the biggest difference as far as <laughs> living is concerned coming over here you are living in New Jersey right now but you've been to New York multiple times I know prior to this you've cited the beaches and the coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's,
2: um, obviously Sydney's quite expensive as well so it wasn't too much of a of a change but I had my own place there so I was uh, a little bit bit better at a car and stuff like that as well so it's um you know I don't really have all that kind of accessories at the moment but you know I live quite close to the facility at the moment and, it's quite easy to to get back and forth, but the most the most important thing is my coffee. I, I really <laughs> do miss that, and and also Bluestone have sent me some coffee beans because they must have seen I've said that a few times. So it's a, it's an Australian cafe in uh, yeah. in New York City there, and they're doing really well. So uh, <laughs> they've sent me some coffee, and I've been having it at home. How so. many how
1: many coffees do you have a day, ounces worth?
2: Here, yeah, I probably have one or sometimes none just because I. Isn't that where to really find a nice one, but back home, so <laughs> two or three. Now, now,
1: greens grew up in Manhattan, so he yeah. should have a couple places for yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I
2: mean, I know where most of. the Well, I'm not in a Manhattan coffee drinker, are, though. It, is that weird? I don't drink coffee. No, I know. I've met a lot of guys that haven't. So, yeah, each their own, I guess. Was it difficult oh, to get a, a? Yeah, you
0: you definitely need it. <laughs> what well, was it? Was it difficult to get adjusted to the driving on the opposite side of the road when you came here? Um I haven't really. Dri- okay. He doesn't have a car, so, but oh, okay. I do
2: understand it would be quite difficult. So how do you get to work every day? Um, I have his little scooter that I ride. I love that. that. Ty Montgomery yeah. let me borrow. It's a, it's a bird scooter. Hold on,
1: whose is it? Is it Ty's? Yeah, yeah. It's is it, it's
2: one of the elect like the bird yeah. scooters. Yeah. Or yeah, it's a bird scooter. It's electric one. It's, it takes like five minutes to get here. That's it's great. Short like uh, shortcut through the there's like these buildings, so you can just cut through the. Oh, uh, that's
0: great. So you don't even need to go on the main road. No.
1: Nah. No, he was actually riding that in the locker room the other day. Yeah. I think I saw you riding in the locker room.
2: Yeah, I ride it straight <laughs> to my straight to my locker.
0: You you know, I, I was looking I was printing something earlier today. I saw someone riding a scooter out the window. It might have been you.
2: It would have been me. What, would it be
0: Blake Cashman? Because it, I thought for a second from a distance it might have been him too. He might
2: have one. Were I mean, you wearing a hat on your way into one? Yeah.
0: And it was definitely you.
2: What yeah. does Jamal Adams says
1: have?
0: Uh, he has, like, a, a motorcycle scooter-looking oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. I
2: think it's, like, an electric bike. Type. Yeah, yeah, you it's more of an electric you. bike. You should yeah, should ask him to borrow that one. <laughs> That's pretty cool, that.
0: <laughs> So I, I want to I mean, I touch on a thousand things, but in particular, you told me this when you signed, that you basically casually ran the New York City Marathon. Yeah. Like, you didn't really train for it. You just kind of <laughs> said, okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll sign up, and then you ran... Twenty-six point two miles or whatever it is—that's psychotic, Valentine.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, obviously my wife has has done it three or four times, and their family are fitness freaks, so they love running. Um, and they've—I've I've supported them in the past three years, and I thought I might as well give it a crack if I can. If if I don't <laughs> finish, I could always just bail and you know meet them at the end. But, uh, like I said, I didn't train because I was in season the whole year, <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't really. Yeah. You, know, you literally didn't have any program. <laughs> no, nah, well, i because I'm, cause I'm was with the sharks at the time, so it's not like I can just run for ten k's after a game or before a game because I'd be stuffed by the time we play the next week. So, and I was, this was, I was I in season. In season, as my training for the marathon, because I knew I was doing it from the start of the year. So, so uh,
1: New York City Marathon is October, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what kind? What was your average mile? Um.
2: Well, and no, I was in finished in four and a half hours. So, what did that mean? I and don't know. I didn't really. I was just. I did you run never with? <laughs> if, if
0: you ask, uh, I'm not gonna try to do the yeah. math. But yeah, I've never I mean, run was, a
2: marathon. I was just happy I finished it. I didn't. I did not think I was gonna, you know, even get close to to finishing it. But was your wife finish. encouraging you, yeah, or yeah. was so she, she, she like, "You're she never gonna be able me. to do this"? No, nah, she's real. <laughs> uh, she really helped me out with it. She stayed with me the whole time. Um, she could have easily just ran off and finished it. What's it, her best time? She's done it in like. Three hours, fifty. Or oh something. my god! Yeah, would you ever do it again? No, I already <laughs> told you. It. It's the first and last. I mean, I'm happy I did it. You get like a gold medal and yeah, stuff it's like, like, a like a lifetime achievement yeah, doing like that. Like many be- people can oh, say that. Okay, a but
1: it, so this is fascinating because it, it, I'm thinking of you and, and you're a young guy, but I'm I'm saying bucket list already. You right? Already, yeah. You oh, I already definitely. did the New York City marathon. You have already played in the National Football League preseason <laughs> action. I mean, what else is on that list? As far as Val Holmes is concerned. I
2: don't know. It all seems to be in New York, though. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. It's, um, my wife and I always say we, we've lived a, an extreme rollercoaster lifestyle these past few years, um, mm-hmm. you know, moving from a small town to Sydney. Uh, I've made some rep teams there, and it's just been, you know, up and down. I've won a grand final, like I said, It's um, and she's been there through it all. and to move over to New York City and and also do the marathon it's um you know something that we right. at this age wouldn't think we'd be here so it's we're just trying to you know just have fun while we while we're doing this and you know you get one life to live so why not
1: let's talk about some of your countrymen or <coughs> country people I should say a lot of people say when we bring up rugby I say it's not rugby it's the rugby league talk about the significance oh yeah that, that's a very big deal biggest yeah. People take that personally. People came them. at us. Yes. Like
0: when you signed here, and we put rugby. People said, "No, no, no! It has to be rugby league." And yeah. you know, we had no idea.
2: Yeah. So there's two major. There's a rugby union, which everyone calls rugby. Mm-hmm. It's like either fifteen a side or um, there's sevens rugby. Um, the USA team's quite good at sevens, so that's probably why it gets a bit um, confused and lost in there. But uh, rugby league is only played in. England and Australia and New Zealand. So that's probably why it's not like worldwide like rugby mm-hmm. union is and um but I feel like it's getting there, a lot of people are starting to know it, hopefully. A lot of people more in America know it now and um, you know, obviously Jordan Myler played for the plays for the Eagles, he mm-hmm. played rugby league as well. Um and when I remember when he first, you know, got drafted and stuff, they were saying he's a rugby star in Australia but it was rugby league again, <laughs> but Jared Hayne played rugby league. Um mm-hmm. so I feel like it's getting out there. It's um, it's just obviously not worldwide. Like you know, everyone knows the All Blacks, the South African team, right. and all that. So that's all rugby union that they, they play fifteen a but We have thirteen a side, and mm-hmm. the rules are completely different. So, but it's you could do both. I mean, I used to play rugby union, yes, in school. Um, I haven't played in a while, but it wouldn't be as hard as the transition it is to to the NFL.
1: So, h-
0: how many of you, your current teammates? fully understand, I know Ty Montgomery is one of them, fully know about your success in Australia? Because I, I've, from where I sit, it comes off that you came in, you just didn't really say anything, that, and your teammates probably thought, oh, it's an Australian guy trying to come over, not realizing how successful you were overseas. So how many teammates fully
2: know and understand? Well, I know our whole running back class know because Ty made the coach put – my highlights <laughs> up in front of everyone so Ty blew up your spot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's been talking to a lot of a lot of the boys about it and um, uh, you know, Frankie, Lou knows, Harvey, uh, Bronson, they kinda um you know, know mm mm-hmm. who I am just a little bit and obviously now. Um but it was more so just a running back class. I, I'm not really out here to tell everyone what I did. Yeah, um, which is very respectable, by the way.
0: Yeah. I, I, I very much enjoy the the way that you came across that.
2: Yeah, it was just, um, you know, I was obviously putting that behind me, and I just wanted to focus on this and, you know, try and make a stamp in this game.
1: What was your favorite moment over there in, in the rugby league?
2: Probably in the grand final for my team. It was so since we've been. It was on our 50th year. That the club's been you know alive or started, and it was on the fiftieth year we won it was the first ever um there's been like so many great players that have played at the club, and the team we had it was in twenty sixteen we went we won fifteen games in a row drew through the sixteenth and then lost the seventeenth or whatever but to win fifteen in a row in that competition is is really hard to do and I just felt like we had a great year that year that was the year I played for Australia as well at the end of the year um won the grand finals twenty one it was yeah, that well, was probably my most favorite kind of memorable year or time. How much is
1: that free form as far as that game is concerned compared to now you're over here in the NFL where everything's scripted. Yeah. And yeah. You go huddle up for yeah. 30 seconds before a uh, uh, snap. Yeah, it's it's
2: completely different. You obviously, you know, this is uh, – I feel like it's a real real team sport. Every player – Literally needs to be in the right spot, needs to know what they're doing, needs to block the right person or mm-hmm. you know leave the right person or whatever and um that's how you kind of get down the field where in rugby league it's um you know if you obviously there's some set plays and stuff you gotta do, but you know one one or two players can kind of open up the match um you know every now and then by just breaking the line and you can't like have blockers for you so you're gonna <laughs> do it you know. Free hand free for yourself. You just got to try and create space and create create a hole or line break. Yeah. So, uh, take us through. I guess the first time you put
0: on pads in practice, you put on the helmet, you buckle up your chin strap, you go in the huddle, and you know the ball is coming to you. Like what is going through your head? And you, you get hit and you go down or whatever. You stay up in training camp and just take us through your head, your emotions, and the first time that you got a good pop like are, are you saying like what are you feeling at that yeah. moment
2: well it's actually the running back coach helped me out for a little while just to make sure i understand the game understand the, the play calls and stuff like that which was really good i needed that um it was probably like a few weeks in where i got my first you know proper run in i think it was i don't know if it was seven on seven or if it was actually 11 like i said um, what about session. that first but scrimmage
1: right that saturday scrimmage that you guys had out here as far as oh, that was, taking that yeah, first
2: hit. Yeah, that was probably pretty much my first hit. I mean we've we've always like hold each other right, up like yeah. in the spring, but um first contact session would have been that one and you know, I definitely felt that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously we've got to try and you know, just get up at all times and you know 'cause the defense obviously, you know, like to layer up if you know mm-hmm. to pull off a good hit, so I tried to just get up straight away, you know, thinking that it was nothing, so but I definitely <laughs> felt it. How, how different is a hit
0: you know, that a hit like that? Versus taking a big hit back home, um
2: it's a little bit different only because well, I didn't see that coming, so I had no idea he was coming well, right obviously, you lose a bit of peripheral vision and he's just come flying in from the side, and i was all I was focused on was trying to get to the end zone um but in rugby league in rugby union, um you can kind of see who's coming to try and tackle you, mm. so you can either brace for it or you can evade him somehow or you know you can prepare to get tackled but in this in this league it's um they come and find in the safety is if you're catching a ball facing your quarterback the safety can come and just clean you up where you can't really do that in rugby league. It's right. gotta be you know, it's all kinda in front of you.
1: You mm. mentioned Ty a couple times and you mentioned in your position coach Jim Bob Cooter. Is Ty kinda taking you under his wings a little bit?
2: Yeah, definitely. Especially in um you know, in April in our spring camp he was um, you know, we we're all living at the Ave together, would he would help me out like pretty much every day our training. Even we did some study sessions at the Av on our days off. So he was one person that you know really you know helped me throughout this kind of transition into mm-hmm. the NFL with the Jets. And you know he's um, he's helped me out a lot. Whether it's because he's um, obviously transitioned from wing ah uh, wing sorry receiver to to running back, and he knows a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's um. You know, helped me out a lot through this. And also, you know, the other boys have helped me out a lot as well Le'Veon, since Le'Veon Bell has been coming in. All he's been saying is lower your pads just because um, in the first few games I was running quite high. Yeah. And, you know, the players were getting under me, so I needed to lower my pads. And I felt like in that last game I was doing that a lot. And that was just from these guys just, you know, keep getting into me and mm. help me out.
1: Why the success in the passing game? Because a lot of guys, I would imagine, <laughs> might be making the transition and say, well – I can take a hand off, and I'll try to find the hole. But you seem to be quite adequate as far as catching the ball out of the backfield.
2: Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I just, you know, a lot of the boys have mentioned that I've had, you know, that I've got good hands and, and can catch a ball. And um, obviously, the quarterbacks are quite, real, they're quite good, and they can put it on the spot for you. And um, so, I, don't know, I just feel like when I do get moved, motioned out, or if I am like kind of in the slot or out wide, I just feel like. You know, not you're not out there that often. I try to mm-hmm. make the most of every opportunity I get out there. And, um, you know, I got pretty lucky that every time I was out there, he threw it to me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Really. <laughs> well, moving forward
0: now, we talked a lot about lifetime goals and whatnot. But in terms of this year, you're the 11th practice squad player. You have an exemption because of the, the International Pathway Program. What is your goal now as – as terms of uh, as far as growth goes as an NFL player taking this year on the practice squad and trying to improve your game throughout this year before next spring and training camp and so on
2: yeah just the you know I wanted to experience the whole season Um, you know obviously we go to home games and stuff and and we'll watch all the games and just experience what it's like throughout the week taking it how serious it is because it's a a real game it's not a a preseason game and um, you know, obviously get better at everything I've to do um, and just, you know, I'm just trying to kind of be on my feet around. Right. I'm not looking too far into the future at what I want to do, but um, you know, I'm just, I'm really excited to be here. I'm very grateful that Jets gave me that opportunity to, to be on the practice squad and, you know, I'm just here for, to support the boys and help them out wherever I can on the on the field to for that scout. That How long
1: have you and Natalia been together? You just got married in April and, um, <laughs> What has she meant to you uh, throughout your life?
2: Yeah, we've actually been together since high school, so it's um, high school sweethearts, as we right, call yeah. it. All right,
1: yeah.
2: She's pretty much been my rock. She's, you know, been there through everything I've done. From where like, I was in under-20s and through uh, when I started playing first grade, she was always there to support me, and um, and now she's over here on the other side of the world. She left their family, and we've got a little dog, and she was really, <laughs> you know, sad to leave, leave Leo, so... Um, you know, she left her left everyone for me and to obviously be here with me. And um, you know, she does things like that, which you know really helps me out in in you know everything I'm doing. And um, yeah, she's pretty much you know been the one that's kind of been, been
1: pushing me. Where did you guys go on your honeymoon before you came to New York?
2: We actually haven't done a honeymoon. as okay. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> well. We, well, when well. I got married, it was two days later. I came into training camp. Oh, so wow. I left. So then, run. where would you like to honeymoon? Yeah, uh, we've been talking about going to the Maldives. Um, yeah, that that's sounds something nice. That we've both wanted to do for a while, but we all know it's quite expensive. But we'll um, try to figure that out in the off season.
0: I just want to. Do you have anything else? I have one final question. If you go, go for it, all right. This is this is kind of a random question. So I've been to Australia a couple times, and a lot of Australians have pretty good American accents.
2: Do you have a good American accent? Uh, I don't have a good accent but I've picked up a few, you know, words that the boys be saying and it's only like little Okay, kind of L- words, like what? Um, you know, some of the boys say finner. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> yeah. I I know what that means and, and it's uh you know, I always hear it on movies or uh-huh. songs or something like that, so it's that's pretty cool. Um you put me on the spot. Um You'll take your time. Yeah. I don't know, just I used to live with a guy, J.J jones in the in the spring and he's from mississippi down south so mm-hmm. he'd whenever he'd talk i'd barely understand what he was saying <laughs> but um he'd say some some crazy stuff that you know it'd be you'd just see it in movies because yeah. obviously we all watch um you, know, you know american movies it's um quite cool to kind of be around it and mm-hmm. and all that but um maybe if you get me on i might be able to put all it right well ne- next <laughs> time i
0: see you in the locker room yeah. you can
1: uh Who, you can let me know who's your favorite actor you're talking about movies
2: yeah oh. Can't go past Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. Denzel. I so like you, him. So I like.
1: Um, I wanted to know. Shit. I wanted to know if you were going to Crow there. Russell Crow. <laughs> uh,
2: I've only seen a few of his movies. Okay. Though, really, watched too much of him. Yeah. There was someone else. Uh, Liam Neeson. Oh, He's okay. Of course.
1: You can't go around right. with him. No. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right, Val,
0: appreciate your time. You did a great job as the first guest on the official Jets podcast in 2019.
1: What do you think about New York? By the way, I did want to ask, uh, One Jets Drive, uh, tremendous job by our production Mm -hmm. crew and yourself uh, as far as uh, your appearance on it. But uh, are you going to make stops throughout the year in the city at a couple of these uh, rugby league uh, places where uh, fans gather and watch some games?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind it if if, if I time can. permits. Yeah if, yeah, if time permits, yeah, if I have a day off or whatever, or I can get in there. Like I said, uh, it's like an hour train ride mm-hmm. from from Madison, so uh, if I'm if I'm up for it or whatever, but yeah, it'd be it'd be cool to kind of sit down and you know watch a few games with you, some can, fellow Aussies.
1: Can fans buy you a pint, or they gotta wait until the Aussies? <laughs>
2: a pint, that's a big that's a big drink, isn't it? I thought uh, <laughs> <laughs> just can,
1: get a can they up. buy you
0: <laughs> can they buy you a drink? How about that?
2: I mean, if I if I'm allowed to, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Well,
0: Val, appreciate the time and best of luck this season. All right. thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, so how about Valentine talking about casually running 26? I knew you were gonna bring miles. that up. I, yeah, that's ridiculous. I, you run every day. No, Can no, no, no. But I
1: casually ran a half marathon a few years back. Okay. And my legs felt like cement <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> But that just speaks to the kind of shape a professional athlete yeah. is in. It.
0: Okay, I was because I was going to ask. You frequently run with your dog. Yeah. But, so, but could you imagine just getting yeah. up and obviously he didn't just wake up and decide yeah. he's going to run. He's played in rugby league, so the conditioning was there. But to me, that's still crazy.
1: Listen, his wife is obviously very driven. Anybody <laughs> yeah. who's run multiple marathons in their time, that speaks to their mindset. So that's a great pair. And when your wife's running a marathon, I got to imagine you're saying to yourself, I got to finish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and and I will say that I thought it was – I wonder how quickly Val's wife would have completed the marathon had Val not been there. Yeah, Because but, he did – I mean, based on what Val was saying, she's quite the runner.
1: He didn't really jump on that, but I do want a bucket list from him at some point because, again – Rugby league star, runs the New York City Marathon. Yeah. Now he's a member of the New York Jets. It's a hell of a life.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'd like to accomplish something of similar magnitude for just one of those things, not let alone three, before the age of 25.
1: Yeah, and I know I feel bad for some folks over there because if you're a fan of the Sharks.
0: Right. My fr- my, my friend, true story, I didn't say this to him, but my friend is a fan of the Sharks, yeah. and when Val signed here, he texted me immediately and was like, you got to watch out for this guy, da-da-da-da-da. He's part of my favorite team. It
1: hurts you because, you know, you, let's bring Michael Jordan back into the conversation by saying, you know, he, oh, took, he, he, yeah. he took some time off after his father's uh, tragic death, and then he went to minor league baseball. Right. So if you're a Bulls fan, <laughs> you love Jordan, but you're like, come back to
0: the balls, which he ultimately did. I think that's a – to me, the first thing that stuck out in my mind to try to compare – I didn't do it – was Andrew Luck. Somehow compare that situation to Valentine's. It's completely different. But Michael Jordan, that's a very good example. So I'm glad you brought that up. And, again, please leave us a review. The official Jets podcast is back for 2019 better than ever you got
1: questions we'll
0: answer we're gonna have
1: awesome guests along the way i'm excited no
0: doubt no doubt stay tuned leave us a review apple podcast spotify soundcloud wherever you want to find a podcast find us and we'll see you next week